Welcome, Steve. I hope you yeah. are enjoying this Sunday morning. Um, we are, we've been uh, doing lots and lots of interviews for the, uh, the legend. So you're now officially a legend. Um, I'm going to ask you some questions, but feel free to sort of digress and add anything else that you want. But um, first question is how and when and why you became involved in drama education? It was an interesting beginning for me. Uh, I am of the age where there was no drama. I went to Doncaster High School, as it was known then, uh, back in the 70s, and we did one drama class for a semester uh, in my first year, six years of schooling. Um, sorry, my six years of secondary schooling. Uh, but I was all, always involved in um, theatre. My family was a sporting family, uh, and I was uh, um, my... I wasn't great at sport, but I, I love the theatre. Um, and so, uh, you know, I was ambitious and wanted to um, act, et cetera. Um, and, of course, as a, you know, callow 17-year-old youth um, leaving school, um, that wasn't available. I went and um, just did a, a gap year somewhere. And then uh, I auditioned for, um, as it was then, Melbourne State College and Rusden uh, and uh got into um, both, but I wanted to go to Rusden. Um, and so I started at Rusden in 1981. So so drama was, there's fire in your belly from the start, yeah? Absolutely, yeah. Fantastic. Just, yeah, yeah. yeah, we love, all have that, the, sort of... yeah that, that, that sort of, you know, um, being good at something um, and, and just, you know, my high as a kid was getting up and performing, singing, dancing, Beautiful. acting, so... Great, that's great. Um, the changes that you've witnessed in in during your time as a drama educator, and there's been some shifts for sure. There has. <laughs> there yeah. has. When I first taught drama, it was uh, called a Mickey Mouse subject. It was what what the uh, the HSC or the Victorian, I forget, but it was called uh, the Board of Studies. They used to call it uh, um, a Group Two subject, and of course, all right, yes, other yes. teachers called called Group Two subjects the Mickey Mouse subjects, the the easy subjects. So I watched um, and and had some input into uh, the development of uh, drama as a Group One or a, a, a subject that became a VCE subject. So when I first taught it, um, none of my students uh, who were all doing chemistry and physics and specialist maths, or it was mm -hmm. uh, applied maths or a pure maths back then, uh, and they, uh, but they loved they, they loved drama and they um, uh, became involved in drama even though it didn't count to their HSC as it was then. So I saw that change moving into the VCE. Um, then I left education for 10 years uh, and went and um, did various things. I ran, ran a country pub. I worked for a funeral director. I, oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, uh, and then I ran a, a theatre restaurant and an acting school, um, and that sort of got me back involved in um, performing and working sort of semi, well, professionally, but semi-professionally as an actor, creating my own work. Um, did a few Melbourne comedy festival things in that time and, um, you know, uh, quenched my thirst a little bit, but then, uh, you know, married, had children and uh, realised that I needed something that was a bit more grounded uh, and paid regularly. So I came back to teaching and, of course, it was quite different then. Um, it was much more structured and rigorous and sometimes the love went out of the classroom because of the, you know, having everything having to be uh, directed by, um, you know, the end result 
Yeah. And to me, it felt like the tail was wagging the dog. And that sort of uh, fueled my my following uh, career. So So you sort of touched it on the next question, which is about the highs and lows of your career. Yeah. So I... um, I love teaching drama. I've taught it from year seven to year uh, 12. Uh, I've taught in uh, a number of, a couple of three three government schools, and but most of my career has been at Colester College, which is a uh, Catholic girls' school in Springvale. Um, and uh, I've stayed because I've loved it here. Uh, early days, I was involved very much in the in being a drama teacher. I was involved in the Catholic Schools Drama Festival, um, Monash Drama Festival it was then, which became the Drama Vic Festival. Um, I've always tried to give my kids opportunities to both perform and see. Um, and also, we you know, I've directed over 20 school productions, etc. So they have been some of the highs, um, also the people that I've worked with. Uh, but the lows have been the fact that uh, I, I just... We, we struggle for support sometimes in drama ed um, and uh, but I wouldn't call them lows. I still enjoyed it. Uh, but because of the nature of drama teachers, we have different relationships with kids. Uh, and I realised yep. that I was quite interested in, uh, you know, the the well-being of students. Uh, yep. So I uh, directed off. And once you go into um, a well-being background, I then... Um, uh, taught less, uh, and then, uh, um, funnily enough, that led me into curriculum. Uh, and the one thing I can say about being a drama teacher is that you are uh, you need to be um, always informed um, and always um, uh, uh, working on uh, how to make your ped- pedagogy the yeah. best it can be. Uh, we often get students that everybody else rejects and don't right. yeah. don't like learning as much um and so I, I got very involved in um uh, the curriculum side of things and then I went and did my master of education in leading learning uh um and so I'm now uh, assistant principal of um learning and teaching at Colester so fantastic um, yeah. and, and and I still refer back to you know everything I know I refer I'm, I can teach English and and humanities as well but I I, it's it's drama that is uh, everything but is grounded yeah. Isn't it amazing? Isn't it amazing how how much well being is connected to teaching of drama, and that always has been. I just yeah. wanted to ask you, what's it like teaching in teaching drama in a single sex school? Uh, it's well, it's different than teaching in a, a co-ed school um, because uh, the I suppose the the one thing that I notice the most is um, the reticence of um, uh, my students at Calesta. Uh, it, 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 that's partly cultural as well as uh, gender-based. Um, there's a huge um, Indo-Chinese uh, and, um, uh, you know, South Asian um, cohort here, uh, and those kids have always been generally, not all of them, but generally uh, a, a little bit uh, reticent to to come forward. When I first taught here in the eighties um, with Joe Raphael, actually, and um, it wasn't like that. The European, more European background kids were very. In fact, they were extremely yes, loud. Yes, too much. <laughs> but but and they had a different sense of humour, and that was the thing mm. I was going to say. That's the main difference. Um, the boys that I've taught uh, had a, a different humour, 
Um, but I find teaching in a single sex school um, in, say, productions, we've often said to the to our students, would you like to, to work with a, a boys school? But they uh, are such of the ilk that they don't want to uh, give up the roles to the boys. And yeah. so um, the, go- the the girls, um, you know, what, however they identify, they often mm. um, enjoy playing um, roles that are more challenging because they have to take on a, a male persona, et cetera. Yeah. And it's I think that's really also, been, yeah, it's never really been an issue. Sorry, no, yeah. no, no. I was going to say sorry for interrupting. I was just going to say it's probably the the changing attitudes, you know, over the years because they used to be connected with the, the uh, you know, the single sex schools would connect with another school so, yeah, to be able to yeah. do shows. All right, let's move along. Um, so, who've been your mentors and collaborators? Um, I was you worked with fortunate enough uh, on my teaching rounds a long, long time ago. I worked with Roma Burgess, um, who. Uh, with Pam Gaudry wrote uh, the Drama Stages book. She she went straight from uh, Donvale High School, it was then, uh, into um, uh, Melbourne State College and, and was lecturing in drama. So Roma, um, and she, I think, became principal of Canterbury Girls High School. Uh, and she uh, she was uh, uh, um, outstanding on the sort of Melbourne State College um, theories of uh of, of drama education, whereas people with a, a Rusden background um, mm-hmm. were more uh, theatrical and my theatrically sort of schooled, I suppose. So my my impression always was that theatre studies was the was Rusden's legacy in the BCE, and okay. um, and drama was Melbourne State College's sort of a thrust in the VC. Not that they were the only training institutions. Um yeah. and for, for younger people, Rusden was the was prior to Deacon. Um yeah. but but um so uh Roman Burgess uh, was one of my uh, mentors and then uh, I also worked at at Donvale I had the most amazing drama department with Craig Christie who went on to become Australia's leading producer of um uh, musical theatre, etc., and uh, so he was very much uh, entrepreneurial and um, uh, theatrical, and uh, introduced me to school productions that he was writing at the time. That now, you know, have been done by th- hundreds and thousands of schools. So it was a really good beginning. Uh, and then when I came here uh, to Cholester, I, I went and taught for a while at Doveton Technical School. Um, mm-hmm. And then I got a job here at Colester College in the 1980s, and Joe Raphael was the other drama teacher with me. So from very early in my career, I was very aware of being informed uh, on uh, the pedagogy side of drama. Um, so and and Rusden did did uh, you know teach us I, I think very very well about. The uh, drama education, so you know Dorothy Heathcote and yeah. uh, all the way through to you know the more modern practitioners um, and theorists. But uh, it was, I felt that we'd had a, a really good grounding and were mentored well. Um, but probably the most influence on my early career, apart from those three people, would have been Philip Norman. Uh, oh who, yes, yeah, Philip Norman, who was. Uh, um, head of drama teaching i think uh at uh rusden so he took us through our our early 
teaching careers, etc. Um, he actually suggested that I work at Doveton Technical School where he had worked. Um, and it was a, a, a school that was losing students at the time and it, it eventually closed. Um, so, uh, yeah, so that was that, that that influenced me. And then I suppose I've worked with um, another interviewee, Peter O'Neill, who uh, for years and and just having somebody who we would discuss and um, uh, bounce ideas off each other for years uh, and we've worked together for nearly 30 years. So that also was an influence. And, and, and you know, early days, uh, particularly in my first stint of teaching and, and when I came back, I, I would... Uh, was quite in touch with um, Drama Victoria and um, participating in conferences, et cetera. So, um, so th th those are the things I think that have had the most influence. And of course, the, um, the students that you teach, the students have an enormous influence, even though you might say, mightn't say it's, it's meant, it's a mentor relationship. It's an effective relationship because the feedback they give you um, is what shapes how you become as a teacher. So do, you, so do you think that is the longevity of your career that's keeping you going? Oh, absolutely, yeah. I still love coming to work every day um, and the best part of my day is to teach my year 10 drama class. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> I think we could well, we could all identify with that. Yes. Um, so you sort of uh, touched on some of the other things. So um, any advice that you'd pass on to the next generation of drama educators? Um, just... Um, make sure you focus on the kids. Make sure you um, uh, realise that young people are just that. They're young. Part of their journey is to make mistakes and learn from them. And uh, it doesn't matter whether you teach drama or, you know, English or religion or maths. Um, you know, you've, you've just got to um, be uh, acute to the the needs of the kids in front of you. So that that's my only advice I ever give. And the changing, the changing yeah. nature of kids too. Yeah, and the changing <clears> nature. <throat> Although, yeah, look, that yeah, they do. You, you need to be um, uh, somewhere in their world because you know it takes. It's, I think it's harder to engage kids, not so much in drama, because I think we've always been uh, focused on. Uh, true engagement, not just getting them to attend, but as I said at the start, we get some of the most difficult kids, you know, that are sort of other other subject rejects. And yes, people yeah. can't believe what they're like when they see them. That's right. Yeah, it's amazing so, how we've yeah, got yeah. this from experience. Can you tell me the most memorable lesson or production that you've done and why? Um, I think um, probably school productions. What has been memorable about it is teaching in the one school has been our ability to develop our students and ourselves across, um, you know, a 20-year period uh, to be able to uh, um, present a, a fairly high standard, um, uh, you know, Broadway-style musical. When I first um, came to Colester, we were, we were doing maverick musicals, um, you know, the musicals written for schools um, because we didn't have uh, the, the skill set to be able to, um, put together a, you know, a full singing, dancing, acting musical. Um, so one of the highlights would be, you know, if you come and saw a, a production done by our students and staff at Colester, um, you know, you would be, um, you know, it would compare to any other 
production I've ever seen um, because the we, we've developed um, you know everything over the the sort of the twenty year period. Not that there wasn't anything here before I was here. There was, but I just having um, two or three of us that have been here over a long period of time, we have sort of uh, nurtured nurtured that. Um, I suppose the other highlights are the, the fact that I've been able to. I'm not, not able to, but the fact that some of my students that I've taught and that other people here have taught uh, have become drama teachers, and I, and I love that. I had an interesting experience. Yes. I joined a Facebook page um, of uh, VC drama teachers, and it was um, uh, Brendan Carroll uh, is the at St Leonard's uh, is the moderator of the page, and when I joined, he. Uh, text messaged me and said, oh, you're the reason I became a drama teacher. I think I taught Brendan or directed him in a production for six months. And, um, you know, I remember him and, and he was, you know, he was a, a really good actor and uh, very involved in in theatre and very, very enthusiastic. But you just, but I never thought I had any influence on him. <laughs> so, so th- th- yeah. I suppose those sort of things are highlights and, and quite a few of my, um, uh, students from my early days of teaching and, and even, you know, more recently have become involved in either theatre uh, or or um, the performing arts industries or or uh, drama education. And, you, you know, that that's, you know, they say teachers touch the future and I suppose that's that gives you yeah. some sense of satisfaction. You know, if you, if you paint a house, um, you, you, you step back and you have a look and it's painted, but education's not like that, but... But later on down the track, you sometimes get those moments where you thought, oh, yeah. And they are, they are jewels, aren't they? Those they moments. Are, they are jewels. They and are. The, the, sometimes from people you least expected, some, some, somebody who you remember their face vaguely and who comes up to you in a supermarket, you know, yes. 20 years later and says, you, you've really changed my life. You did something, you know, you made me think about life or whatever in my yeah. drama class at year nine. Yeah, that's exactly right, and and um, and just seeing um, like uh, this production of um, Rent I'm directing at the moment, um, uh, uh, one of the cast members uh, who auditioned, who I hadn't seen for many many years, um, and was successful in getting a role because not just myself, but the other the rest of the people on the production team were so impressed by her, and I thought. You know, she was a student of mine for one year when, but she she kept the relationship. Uh, you know, she, I'd seen her a few times. She taught in a local school near where I lived, and um, my kids didn't go there, but I would quite often run into her there. Um, and it's just fantastic to see that she's still involved in theatre. You know, in her early forties, I just think it's mm. great. Yeah. Now, have you got any artifacts that you saved? Uh, you know, memoirs, pictures, programs favourite drama teaching resources. Uh, have you got anything to show us? This would be a show and tell moment. Um, no, I haven't. I, I, I haven't. I mean, I've got right. um, I've got a professional library that is enormous. I've got every drama yeah. book I ever bought and I am a, um, a terrible spender. Um, so I could show you my professional library. I think, I think that is, uh, I think that drama teachers, you know, they just love keep all their plays, you know, yep. all yep. sorted out and whatnot. Yeah, um, and now and, I've got and, a, a three-tier bookshelf at home and probably, oh, probably six tiers actually, but probably three of those tiers are full. Yeah. And, you know, and, and um, you know, there was um, uh, some old, old books in the storeroom and I, I acquired some of the English books too. Mm. I couldn't, it was so hard to throw out. 
I never Which throw. I never book? ever throw books away. I, just <laughs> I know. I cried because I had to make room. Um, I think it was um, uh, what was it? Um, the one followed by a bear. Exit followed by a bear. I think it is was was one of the first drama books, and I used it. I remember using it in the first year. So, which is your book? Which is your favourite book, would, you would say? Wow, that's a good... I suppose um, improvisation for the theatre. Um, I still use it. Uh, I, we use a lot of online resources now. Yeah. Um, we used to joke, you know, who, who could find the book with the most amount of warm-up games and improvisation styles. Oh, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> and we'd be more competitive. We'd be competitive, you know. Um, and, and then, of course, when they came online, you know, the improv encyclopedia and things like this, um, you're sort of there you go to a little bit these days. Um, but look, Bruce Burton, Living Drama, um, uh, you know, uh, Theatre and Action in Style, we, uh, you still use these things. They are so... Um, lasting and relevant because and and when I go back to them and and even you know um, uh, I forget what the name of Dorothy Heathcote's book is but I will never forget reading that the best thing the the best reason you should teach drama is because it puts other people and and use role play because it puts young people into the shoes of somebody else and what mm -hmm. more important thing is there to do in the entire world than get others to understand what it is like to be somebody else. And I'll never forget reading that. Uh, yes. That was profound. So so as an artefact, it's just something that, you know, seeped into my being and it's been the underpinning of just about... It breaks, it breaks down all those biases that kids come into the yeah, room, you know, yeah. that they have, and they've got no other outlet really in the other subjects to be able to sort of explore other alternative beings, you know what I mean? Yep. Uh, yep. So um, now... Your association, you mentioned a little bit that Drama Victoria and, and have you been involved with Drama Australia, Drama Victoria, VCAA or any other organisations that, that with the drama? You've mentioned a few little things before. Um, oh, only, only, participating in, only participating in festivals and conferences. I, um, yeah, I haven't, I was more involved with my kids growing up um, in the community with, you know, their sporting clubs and um, you know, their schools and things that they were involved in. And I didn't get involved in sort of the, um, I suppose, the the association side of, mm -hmm. of drama, uh, apart from, you know, take bringing my kids to be involved in festivals um, and participating in conferences. Um, I suppose my, um, knowing Joe Raphael over all those years, uh, you know, we would often talk um, about what was happening in in. Mm. Uh, drama education. Joe uh, uh, referred us a couple of drama teachers who were fantastic. Um, a little bit of networking. Um, three of our staff are ex-Avila drama drama students. They they did their drama at Avila, so um, the, the Justin Cash influence. Yep. Yep. Um, I don't think there's a drama teacher in Victoria doesn't know. Doesn't know Justin. <laughs> but Justin's sister worked. Justin's sister worked here at Colester, so there was that mm -hmm. connection as well. But look. Um, you know, I, I am a sort of a community-based, um, yeah. you know, I'm still working in, in local theatre groups, et cetera. But um, I suppose, uh, yeah, I, I, early days I was, but then when I took 10 years away from teaching, I sort of, you know, by the time I came back, there was, I didn't know many names in the, um, in the, in, uh, it was still what was what was it called before drama the Victorian Drama Teachers Association or something like that. So uh, yeah, so I suppose that's why. I, yeah, I wasn't, yeah, yeah. But you know, there that's just, it's been amazing uh, listening to people and the thing their experiences. And we've got 
parallel experiences and then depending on where you're working, how different things are, but we're all aiming towards the same thing is to improving um, kids' mental health, physical health and their creativity. Yes, um, absolutely. Is, is there anything else you wanted to add in your interview? Um, I suppose just that that link to what you just said about creativity, the you know the 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 highest uh, of the education taxon taxonomy is creativity. Yes. And you know when I first began, we were um, sort of a you know second rate subject, and now I often think that to be outstanding at drama and and when you see solo performances and some of the work that kids do um, and how they can tap into their innate uh, creativity. Um, I think we that one of the things that we do as drama teachers is that we are working with the the you know highest level and deepest level of uh, intellectual and um, um, physical and uh, emotional abilities within students because we're looking at creativity. Um, and you know. I, 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 in my school, uh, I've been involved in a, uh, developing a, a program called Wonder, which works with all, all of our year seven, eight and nine students across all subjects. Um, they have a every Thursday um, and it's a huge program. Every Thursday they work on a, a, um, a project, uh, not project-based, in project-based, inquiry-based. It's It doesn't fit into any... Yep particular area but it is to develop their creativity their critical thinking their collaborative skills all those you know what, what we call 10 years ago 21st century skills yes. uh, and uh, the, the 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 depth of work and the depth of understanding and knowledge and retention and life skills that, that are being developed um, that to me comes out of the fact that that my passion has always been uh, nurturing those sorts of things in kids, and as a, as drama teachers, when you don't have tables and chairs in a room, and you, mm. you know, I can remember teaching at one school where um, the year seven boys just thought, well, there's no um, uh, chairs and tables, so this is obviously a wrestling ring, and so yes. they become a club of about eight, eight wrestlers, you know. Yeah. But at the, did you find that at the beginning of every lesson, when you say to the students that you know one of the highest things that you're going to learn is to creative problem solving in this class and how important it is and they look at you like are you kidding me this is just yeah, yeah. games you know what i yeah. mean yeah and, and look um you know in the um the cultural community that we're in uh it is often um you know you you are always having to justify um not just within the the school but within the community why um drama is so important it is you know sort of a little bit stereotypical that you know our, our children don't do drama beyond um, the compulsory years because, um, you know, it doesn't make you a doctor. <laughs> and yet, yeah. you know, some of the most creative people ever have, have been um, you know, highly, highly educated. So thank you very much. Thank you very much. That was really very, very um, informative and very entertaining uh, to hear uh, you talk about your passion for drama. This is Nina Rossini on behalf of Drama Victoria and uh, speaking with Steve McPhail. Uh, thank you, Steve, and all the best for your uh, rent performance and your future teaching in drama education. Thank you very much, Nina, and I'd just like to um, thank uh, uh, Diana Galante and, uh, for, for nominating me uh, 
as a drama legend. Um, I am honoured and um, uh, feel very humble to be able to be um, recorded and uh, become, uh, you know, part of the archives. A of legend. So, <laughs> so thank you very much for the opportunity. Uh, and thank you also for allowing me to do it. Via thank you for taking time out on Sunday, Sunday morning before rehearsals. Thank All you. All right. All the best. All the best, Nina. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Bye.